All right, it's the Keith to the City Yankees podcast Monday edition, and spring training is underway. It has been since the last time we talked, and uh, it's pretty much what you'd expect. You know, guys feel great. The team looks awesome. Um, you know, everyone's in <laughs> in the best shape of their life. Uh, it's what you get the first week of spring training every single February, so nothing new from that end. You see, uh, you know, you get videos of – uh, batting practice and uh, and bullpen sessions and long toss and that's sort of where we're at but hey it's better than nothing it means baseball is almost here and uh, just next week the Yankees will start their exhibition schedule they'll start playing games so uh, we have that to look forward to as it continues to snow here in the northeast another day dumping snow in the greater New York City area and it's just going to keep snowing I guess it snows uh, seemingly every day to see these images these videos of what's going on in tampa with picture perfect weather it's uh it makes you jealous and uh it wouldn't be yankee spring training without our first injury of the of spring training clark schmidt has been shut down with a tendon strain in his elbow uh and the yankee staff thinks it'll be a three to four week shutdown so if the yankee staff thinks it's a three to four week shutdown i'm already assuming we won't see clark schmidt this season i'm already planning for clark schmidt 2022 and this is so uh, typical of the Yankees to already have an injury. P- position players haven't even fully reported. They haven't even been asked to report yet to spring training. And we've already, and the Yankees are already down the top pitching prospect. And this is Aaron Boone going back last week and talking about how this is the most, most depth the Yankees rotation has had since he's been here. The depth in the rotation is based around a lot of big names, a lot of talent, but a lot of injury-prone pitchers. Clark Schmidt wasn't one of those guys. He wasn't one of the injury-prone guys. He's not Luis Severino, who talked on Monday about how uh, he's going to be ramping up to throwing off a mound soon. He's only been throwing fastballs. He'll start spinning the ball soon. He, it, we're not talking about Luis Severino, who's made five starts since the end of 2018. And we're not talking about Corey Kluber, who's barely pitched in the last two years. And we're not talking about Jamison Tyon, who's barely pitched in the last two years. And we're not talking about Jordan Montgomery who's pitched 50-some-odd innings since his own Tommy John surgery. We're talking about Clark Schmidt, the Yankees' number one pitching prospect, who was supposed to be an insurance policy to the actual injury-prone guys, and now he's injured himself. So that's how fleeting starting pitching depth can be, and it just goes to show you, you can't count on anything. A year ago at this time, I've said it a million times, the Yankees had Garrett Cole... Luis Severino, James Paxton, Masahiro Tanaka, Jay Happ, and Jordan Montgomery as insurance. Had the season started on time, they would have been without Severino and Paxton. By the time the season did start, they were without Severino. Then they ended up losing Paxton. So that's just, this is what happens. It's like you worry about what you're post, you know, when you think about the Yankees rotation, you're always thinking who's going to be the game one starter, who's going to be the game two starter, who's going to be the game three starter. Very rarely is the rotation you see on opening day even available come October. It hasn't been for the Yankees in some time. And to lose a guy like Clark Schmidt, who's one of the guys who's supposed to be the insurance policy to the actual injured guys, that's not good. And to lose him on February 22nd? So if you lose him for at least a month, you're looking at the end of March. Then he basically has to do spring training all over again. So he's months away from having an impact on the Yankees, and and that sucks. The Yankees can't even get a week into the fucking season without someone going down. It's like the last it's like last year all over again and the year before that all over again. 
Last year at this time, the Yankees were without Paxton because he had to have back surgery for uh, for a back injury he suffered in his last start of the regular season in 2019. Luis Severino needed Tommy John surgery because of elbow issues he suffered during the postseason in 2019. Aaron Judge was shut down because he started having what he described as shoulder discomfort, and it took the Yankees about three months to figure it out that it was a a collapsed lung and a fractured rib suffered in September 2019. John Carlos Stanton was shut down with another calf strain. Aaron Hicks was coming back from Tommy John surgery. That was a year ago. The year before that, the Yankees set the all-time single-season record for most players placed on the injured list. And here we are on February 22nd, and already they're down to starting pitcher. And Clark Schmidt most likely wasn't going to be the number five starter to begin the season anyway, with as slowly as the Yankees brought him along last year. They let the kid fucking sit at the alternate site all summer while they kept letting Michael King and Jonathan Lewisaga open games and they're giving starts to Jay Hab and he couldn't get a fucking out. And then, then they do bring up Schmidt. They add him as a reliever, something he's never done in his professional career, really. And then they give him the last start of the regular season in a meaningless game against Toronto. So they weren't going to give him the number five st- spot anyway. The number five spot seems like it have, will always have gone to Davey Garcia unless something else fucking dumb happens. So it's not like Schmidt is going to be missed early in the season because he wasn't going to be part of this team in the early in the season, barring a bunch of other guys getting injured. But it doesn't mean just because he wasn't going to be part of the team that this isn't a problem, that he's a strained tendon. It's not a thing you want to hear, a strained tendon in your elbow when you're a pitcher. Because a strained tendon in an elbow eventually leads to something very, very bad. So it's not a surprise I mean, I'm waiting to see the news about Corey Kluber and Jamison Tyon because those seem to be the guys that you really want to be worried about because the Yankees sort of hitched their wagon to those two guys this offseason. They decided not to pursue any other starting pitchers. They decided not to bring back Masahiro Tanaka because they thought two guys who haven't pitched really in the last two years would suddenly be healthier than they've been before. That's where the Yankees are at, and it's and it's just, I don't know. You know injuries are going to happen. You're never going to get through the season with the exact roster you want, but February 22nd, a third year in a row of this shit? Like, fuck, come on. So this is what I talked about when I when I wrote, when I was critical of the Yankees' offseason strategies, the fact that it's not even worrisome to get through the regular season with the guys. It's the six-week buildup to get to the regular season. There's so many bullpen sessions, so many live batting practices to throw, so many long tosses, so many pitchers fielding practices to go through between now and April 1st that it just seems like inevitable that these pitching injuries are going to happen. And here is one, not even a week in. And to a guy, you wouldn't have expected it to happen to. <sighs> in other news, uh, the Yankees brought back Gar- Brett Gardner, finally. I, I haven't wanted him back the last two off seasons but this prior off season is the first time i wanted him back because of the yankees self-imposed salary cap he seemed to be the only option to fit in cheaply under the luxury tax threshold which they're so adamant about getting under while the dodgers fucking pretend like it doesn't exist and they had to bring gardner back because aaron hicks and aaron judge are going to end up on the injured list at some point this season they're going to need someone to play and you don't want that someone to be mike talkman who has a six week good stretch in his career that it's holding up his time in the majors or Greg Allen, who's can't hit. And the only thing I'm worried about is that Aaron Boone starts to give the playing time to Clint, to Brett Gardner that should go to Clint Frazier because he did it last year. Did it in the playoffs. 
Clint Frazier didn't start five of the seven Yankees playoff games after he had a fucking 905 OPS in the regular season. After he, along with DJ LeMahieu and Luke Voigt, carried the offense in the regular season. He sat for Brett Gardner, who has no fucking business playing in the playoffs. He has no business playing except for a day or two a week to give some guys a day off or if there's an injury you need someone to fill in. That's what Brett Gardner should be. Brett Gardner is not what he used to be. Not even close. And forget the, the, the 28 home runs two years ago when the fucking Super Baseball was flying out of the park. Glaber Torres was hitting like A-Rod at, at, at age 23. And Brett Gardner hits 28 home runs. Throw the stats out the window from that season. That's not who Brett Gardner is. That's not who anyone was really that year. What worries me is Aaron Boone says that Clint Frazier has is, is really taken you know a hold. And what really worries me is what Aaron Boone said at his spring trading opening press conference about Clint Frazier. He said, uh, Clint has obviously come a long way in every aspect of his game and certainly earned his place last year when obviously nothing was given to him. Last year really proved he was ready to grab an everyday role on this team. He proved that he was ready to grab it. And then the fucking playoffs came and you sat him on the bench. You didn't even use him as a pinch hitter over Mike Ford. And Mike Ford wasn't good enough to be a Yankee in September, but come October, he's able to pinch hit over Clint Frazier and Gary Sanchez. So don't think for a second Aaron Boone will hesitate to put Brett Gardner in over Clint Frazier. He won't. He did it in the most recent Yankees games. There has been no games for the Yankees since game five of the ALDS. So and how could Clint Frazier take a hold of the starting job in the months since then if they haven't fucking played and when boone gave that quote gardner hadn't resigned yet so maybe his thinking was well he's the option because there is no other option but now that gardner's back i'd like to i'd like to ask boone that question again i'd like to hear his answer now that gardner's back he might give the same answer but i know deep down he's full of shit and and clint frazier to me will play more games at left field this season than any other player on the team but not because he's cemented in as the everyday left fielder it's because Injuries will happen to the errands, and it will force him into the lineup. As long as he's healthy himself, he's going to play. But if the Yankees were completely healthy, you'd see a lot less playing time for Clint Frazier. You'd see Aaron Boone sit him inexplicably against right-handed starters. Fucking Clint Frazier can hit anyone. He can hit anyone. So it's it's going to be something to see when you look at the outfield health, and you look at the status of Brett Gardner, and you look at the playing time for him and Clint Frazier this season, it's going to be something to follow. Because I'm going to come back to that quote many times that Varen Boone's lying. The same way he talks about how Gary Sanchez will catch Garrett Cole this season. We'll find out on April 1st if he fucking means it. If on opening day Gary Sanchez is on the fucking bench and Kyle Higashioka is in the starting lineup to catch Garrett Cole, that will be a problem. Because I'm listening to every word Aaron Boone says. And now his fourth season as manager. I'm listening to every word, just like I always do when it comes to him, because he'll slip in some information that's maybe true, maybe not, maybe a blatant lie. Like last year when he said Aaron Judge was fine and he pulled him out of the game for no reason, and then the guy missed half the season. So you have to pay attention when Aaron Boone speaks. And you have to weed your way through uh, every time he says ultimately or certainly or obviously. And I want to like Aaron Boone. I do. I've done nothing more than to love the guy because he's the leader of this team that keeps on winning. But that's just not who he's been. He's the guy who ruined the ALDS against Boston. He's the guy who fucked up game two against the Rays. And he's the guy who throughout six months every regular season drives me crazy with his decisions. So I will come back to his quotes on Sanchez and on Frazier having to do with Agashioka, having to do with Gardner, to see 
if he was telling the truth all along. So that'll do it for today. I'll be back on Thursday, and maybe by then the Yankees won't have shut down any more pitchers or players. Thanks for listening.